Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the People Gardener podcast. Happy to have you here today. We're going to talk about onboarding. I can remember going into different jobs and the onboarding experience was so different in every, every place you were. So what's your experience been? Like, it, was it spectacular or did it make you want to leave? Like, like quit the same day you actually started? In many, many cases, it's just not something that especially small business owners actually spend time on. I get it. You're wearing the, you know, 27 different hats and it's easy for this to fall through the crack. But the reality is, it is one of the most important things that you, as a small business owner, can do to ensure that your employees stick around. Hiring is expensive. Taking your time, taking your energy, or somebody else in your organization having to train somebody up, making sure that they have everything they need. That costs money. It costs your company money. And you want to make sure that you are using your money wisely. And on the flip side, you're bringing somebody into the organization that's going to stay because you create the experience that helps them understand that you are a great place to work. You care about them. You're interested in their feedback, and you appreciate that they said yes to your offer and they're here and they're wanting to work. They, studies, have found that 69% boost in retention when the onboarding experience is effective. Okay, so what do we mean by onboarding? It is the process by which you take somebody through an experience of your company, your values, your culture, through into their job description and into the arms of your organization. And to me, I love the word experience because that's what you need to create. You need to look at it from this new person's perspective. They're walking in, and it doesn't matter whether they're a confident person or not. There are unknowns when they walk in. 
it's a it's a fact. You're not going to be able to give them everything ahead of time. They have to be actually in the building or in your onboarding experience in order to find out all of the things pertaining to your organization. But you want them to feel. You want them to feel positive. You want them to feel excitement. You want them to feel curiosity. You want them to feel engaged in the process. So you need to create an onboarding experience. Do you even have one? Do you have an onboarding process? Let's call it. And what happens when we have a process, it feels very regimented and cold and uninteresting. When you have an onboarding experience, it's something that evokes this inclusive, exciting, engaged feeling. But do you have something? So you hire somebody, they come in the hiring process. Do you have a procedure and a process? And then when they come into the company, do you have a group of steps that they take in order to make sure that all of the necessary boxes are ticked that would give them the absolute best opportunity to just be a stellar employee and be someone who is happy in their job? Are you creating that environment with your onboarding process? As I was looking at a bunch of statistics and disinformation on the onboarding process, I came across one statistic that was really kind of shocking. It's the Gallup, the big pollsters, their state of the workplace It states that only 12% of employees say their onboarding experience is adequate or successful. I bet that is just dismal. It's not unlike the, I think it was 70, a couple of years ago, it was 72% of employees said that their boss was the worst part of their job. I mean, we've got issues and you don't have to have these. You can choose to just dig in and embrace creating this phenomenal onboarding experience. So what I found were six things that I wanted to share with you. Those of you that are on my email list, you are going to get some links to different software companies that actually create a whole onboarding experience. And if you're wanting to have something along those lines, if you're not on my email list, you need to be on it. Go to rondadelaney.com and just a pop-up show and get on my list. So there's the six C's of onboarding. Compliance. That's the first thing. So those are all your forms your rules, regulations, your handbook. It's getting people their passwords and signed into their, the computers and any legal paperwork that is required 
so that they actually are a representative of your company. They are an employee. You're going to know which things you need. I'm not an expert in workplace law, so definitely check in your local area to know what is required as far as those go. If you do have an employee handbook, which I really encourage you to have, and maybe we'll talk about that on another podcast episode. This is the time you want to make sure that you go through it. And I really recommend go through it with them. Don't just hand it to them and tell them to read it. Go through it with them. Take the time. This is something with the onboarding experience that I really, really encourage you to do. And that is set aside the time. Do not rush this process. When you rush it, when you just kind of throw in things at people, they feel like they're in the midst of a tornado or a hurricane, and it's really, really unsettling. They want to know that you care enough about them that you have set aside time to make sure that they understand everything they need to in order to do a really good job. The next thing is clarification. So that's the full understanding of the role that they have been hired to fill and everything that is related to it and the expectations that you have of what that looks like. What does it look like to actually fill this role? Next one is confidence. So this shows up in your empowering them. Yes, you're giving them responsibility, but giving them the authority to do the things necessary in order to fulfill the requirement. It's getting them relevant training so that they actually feel really comfortable executing on the tasks in their position. And it might even include finding them a mentor, finding someone in your organization that you can partner with them to support them in these first days and weeks and months of being an employee. The next one is culture. And this is a biggie. Does your onboarding process reflect your culture? The behaviors and language that you connect with your core values as an organization. If you're telling them or sharing with them what the company's core values are and what your mission statement is, and your onboarding process is not in alignment, there's going to be problems. There's disconnect. They already don't believe you. They don't believe that the organization actually has incorporates the values that they say that they have. So make sure this onboarding is in alignment with who you are as a company and who you are as a, as a person. Otherwise, it's, it's not going to resonate with the person that you're onboarding. The next one is check back. So it's a follow-up. Check in. Don't just 
throw them in and say, you know, good luck, happy you're here. You want to check in with them. It could be that first day saying, you know, make a, make a point of going and finding them. And whether that's in a physical location or hopping on a, a live chat with them if they're remote. Hey, okay, so how did your first day go? What was helpful? What wasn't helpful? Get a sense of number one, how is your onboarding process working in real time? But also get a sense for them and where they, they might be at. I know one of the things that was a big challenge for me in corporate. I'm an auditory visual learner, and I created all of our training in that format until I had uh, a gal come in who was absolutely not that. She wanted every single thing in minute detail, printed with screenshots so that she could read it and process it herself. I felt horrible. It was like, how, could, how, how is it possible that you're just training so one-dimensionally? Look at that as well. You get that when you're willing to accept feedback from those that you're onboarding. Invite the feedback. This process is absolutely a reflection of you. It's a reflection of your company. It's a reflection of the values that your company holds. It doesn't have to be this big, huge, long, convoluted process. What it does have to be is ensuring that the needs of your new employee are met. And what you're trying to do is ensure they get everything they need so they can get themselves going in their new role, and you've created this environment where they know that you are open to feedback, you are open to questions, you're open to curiosity, and then they, can, they feel comfortable coming to you and asking the questions. Onboarding, when they say only 12% of people think that it was decent and successful, that's really, really sad. And you have control of this. You are choosing how people are going to enter your business and become part of your team. The way to build spectacular people gardens, this is a fabulous place to start. Ensuring that they are invited, they feel welcome, they feel seen, they feel heard, and they feel appreciated from day one. Well, that's it for this week, folks. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Hopefully you have a nugget or two that you'll be able to implement this week as part of your ever-evolving leadership style. And we'll talk to you next week.